Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. All right, let's do this. So excited. Episode four, First and Pod, Danny Parkins, Andrew Filipponi. Thank you for being with us. Subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. Pony, this is the podcast I've been waiting for. Post-game is so much more fun than pre-game, man. We get to react now to every game and every team. And uh, holy cow, what a wild week. And I one. stayed sober. I yeah. made sure that I didn't drink really that much today. I'm also... Uh, in total Chris Collinsworth mode, I've got the tea going here uh, to make sure that my voice holds up after a long day of working, which is something that he should have been doing all day. That was just brutal on Sunday night football. Something's going on there. I think he's sick. This whole he lost his voice thing. What, what was he doing the last two days? Cheering on Notre Dame, watching his kid call that crappy game on Saturday? I'm not feeling it. I, I don't know. I mean, he, two, two games in four days, red-eye flights, allergy season. But, like, everyone was, <laughs> everyone was like, oh, you know, Chris Sims should do the game. Like, the game sucked. Like, it, it was it was befitting of Collinsworth's voice. Dallas laid such an egg in that game. Like I, they, they were like, okay, there's no Tyron Smith. They've known about that. They've known about no Michael Gallup. Like, that was a Mike McCarthy yeah. special, man. Three points 
and punting from midfield on fourth and eight down 16 with 11 minutes left at home. Like what an egg by the Cowboy. I know Tampa's defense is really good. Like yeah. I, I bet the under, I thought it was going to be ugly, but what an unbelievable egg by Dallas's offense. Yeah. I actually put it mostly on Dak. I thought of all the times I've seen him play, this was probably one of the worst, if not the worst. And then to have him leave with that hand injury late in the fourth quarter, which I, I, they have just completely more backup quarterback. If they have to play Cooper Rush, I know he beat Minnesota on that night game last year, but I mean, he's got no pedigree whatsoever, very little starting experience. Danny, they were the number one offense in the NFL last year, and I've heard that I think five times in the last week, and it's just – it blows my mind because I didn't, A, think of them as being that type of unit last year, that elite offensively. And you see what they're running out there now, and they're like just a team. You know, CD Lamb, I think, only had two or three catches tonight. Honestly, Elliott played better than I thought he would. He averaged over five yards a carry. So if you would have told me, I know you like the under, if you had told me pregame that Tampa Bay was going to have 19 points, uh, I would have bet Dallas. I would have thought they would have found a way to score more than 20 points. Brady did not have a great game. His arm strength looked there. Godwin got hurt again. Fournette was probably the star offensively for Dallas. So much for all the uh, talk of him putting on so many LBs this offseason. I thought he was tremendous for them. Yeah, I thought Fournette was amazing, and I thought Julio looked great. Yeah, he did. That catch down the sideline late in the end of the first half was incredible. You're right. When he hauled that in. What what, what, are they all on TB12? (laughs) Like, what's going on? I mean, Godwin got hurt again, but before that, he looked like he was perfectly healthy. And it had been six months since an ACL injury or whatever it was. So, like, I don't know what the rehab plan is down in Tampa, but is Tampa the best team in the NFC? Like, I know this is, like, week one overreactions here, but... Well, look at what happened to the other uh, contenders. Green Bay lost to Minnesota. Uh, San Francisco lost to your team, the Bears. Uh, Philly looked good for about three and a half quarters. Then Detroit made an interesting late. Uh, Minnesota, the Rams, Rams yeah. So Arizona getting blasted at home by Kansas City. So as of this moment, hell yeah, Tampa Bay looks like the best team in the NFC. No argument here. With a 45-year-old quarterback, that that is unbelievable. All right, so we promised to give you reaction from week one, every game, every team. We'll do this roughly in order of what we think the significance is yep. of the game or the newsworthiness of it. Your squad, man, basically gets to lead the show here. <laughs> they win an insane game. Yep. I still can't wrap my mind around how it happened. But from start to finish, the Steelers were the story of the day. Jay Glazer goes on Fox and says it's Mitch Trubisky's team. Tomlin's plan is for your dude, Kenny Pickett, to sit the whole season. Then TJ Watt looks like the defensive player of the year runaway, but then says he tears his peck, and he might have. But then they win the divisional game in overtime with all of the missed kicks and the bungled clock management. Was this a good day or a bad day for the Steelers, which is an insane question given that they won the game? No, it's not because it feels here and it's felt all day and night for me like they won the battle and lost the war. That's a, yeah. If it's a torn peck, Hayward missed an entire year because of a torn peck. JJ missed a couple of months with a torn peck, but it was not like a 
you know, was not fully torn off the bone. But TJ's reaction when he went to the sideline was like, I, I know it's bad. Um, Danny, he single-handedly won games for them last year. He had 22 and a half sacks. They don't beat, they beat Baltimore at home because he broke up a two-point try at the end of the game. They beat Seattle on a Sunday night with Geno Smith because he got a forced fumble sack that set him up with a short field. He was, he came through with plays that I thought made him a worthy winner over Aaron Donald last year. And if he's gone, I mean, you. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you saw what happened he made two great plays in overtime he made a he made a throw to Deontay Johnson where the guy went up like Odell Beckham Jr. made a one hand and then Boswell missed the field goal and then he made kind of a run around and just heave it play to Friermuth that got that last field goal drive going. So uh, I don't think he answered any questions long-term about his ability to do the job. Uh, their defense looked amazing where they sacked Burrow seven times and forced five turnovers. But if the linchpin of that unit's gone, the whole the whole formula, Danny, is that they've got to win with defense this year and be your 2018 Bears. When Trubisky made the playoffs on a good team. That's what, right. And I don't see how you do that if TJ Watt is out long-term. Yeah, I mean, that Bears team led the NFL in takeaways with 36. So, yeah, if, if TJ Watt has a serious injury, which it obviously looks like he does. But also, man, for Cincy, my God. Like, self-inflicted wounds. I, I know some of them were takeaways, but just, like, they try to upgrade their offensive line. It's not working. He's under Well, they pressure. didn't play together. They didn't play together. They put a, they had a rookie fourth-round pick left guard who got destroyed by Hayward. Lyle Collins wasn't healthy, and he had to go up against Watt at probably 50% for most of the game. But can Zach Taylor get a clock? T. Higgins three? got hurt. Yeah, I know T. T. Higgins got hurt. That's big. But can, can they have a clock management consultant? What the hell are they doing with the Jamar Chase touchdown that wasn't? taking their own – rushing to get a snap off when he probably scores a touchdown. And then later on in the game, that, that game should have – that should have been a tie or a win. They should have been kicking a field goal he, with, with zeros on the clock. No doubt. He rushed a third – they brought out the field goal unit on third down for the 29-yarder, 
with the idea that if something goes wrong, you don't have to kick here. And then because they had the backup long snapper in the game, something did go wrong and they still went through with the operation. Right. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, he, insane, he, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where like, if it was baseball, we'd be like, Oh, it was a game that the manager blew, but it's one of one sixty-two. This is the NFL. Right. It's, it's a home game, game against a division team. You got to win those. If you're the defending champ, hundred yeah, percent defending champ, you're up, you're a six and a half point favorite. Like, like that, that is just a game that absolutely could be the difference between winning the North and being a wild card or being a wild card and missing the playoffs at the end of the year. Like that, that game was, that game was just absolutely massive in every direction. I, I couldn't believe you, you had 50 hours of content off that <laughs> game for, for, um, for your show on the fan. How about, See, you were much higher on the Chiefs than I was. And so I will uh, I commend you, I guess, because you were trying to tell me on the AFC preview that they were going to you know, still be the best. Well, you like the Chargers. but I, I, like the, I, th- I think the Chargers and the Chiefs could be in the AFC championship game. Like, you know what I mean? I, th- I, think, I think the Chargers roster is a little bit better, but the Chiefs have the coach and the quarterback. I, I, I was just so amused by the fact that Mahomes seemed to revel in what he was doing today without Hill. Like he, he went Michael Jordan pretend chip on the shoulder route in that game when he's bragging about four touchdown passes and rubbing Kingsbury and the Cardinals sideline in it. You know, he's talking about after the game about how he's just a kid from Texas tech. I actually think he took the Hill leaving thing personally. Now, I don't think that's only why he played well. I don't think that's the biggest reason why, but it's just interesting that a guy that's already accomplished so much went into this game like he had something to prove today, Danny. Oh, yeah. I mean, so he it, – it's it's under-talked about. Uh, give you a cross-sport comparison. It's like Steph Curry. Oh, he's so cute. He's a nice guy. He's like the biggest trash talker in the NBA. <laughs> you, like, and it doesn't matter how much you accomplish – Draymond Green can still recite from memory the 34 dudes who were drafted in front of him. Yeah, you remember that? You remember the game at Soldier Field when Mahomes uh, had the touchdown and blew out the Bears? Uh, what two years ago? And then he ran to the sideline and he was counting to 10. He hadn't said shit about being mad that the Bears had passed on him. Yeah, then he scored that touchdown and he was like, "Oh yeah, I was the 10th pick in the draft." Like he he is absolutely that dude. And I think the biggest reason is because Reed and Mahomes are the perfect coach-quarterback combo for the 21st century NFL. Mahomes is an all-time talent, and Arizona is a dumpster fire. But even I didn't see this, man. The the stats, the Chiefs ran 66 plays, and and there were 33 first downs. Yeah, the game wasn't even as close as the final score indicates. It was... Probably the biggest – it was the biggest blowout of the day, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and, and, and one more thing. Like, Arizona, what are they doing? Like, coaching-wise, like, it it was it was on film last year. Rush three, drop eight. Make Mahomes be patient because sometimes he gets impatient and is in love with the big play in his arm. They blitzed him. Next-gen stats had this. More than he had been blitzed in any game in his career. They blitzed him 54% of the time. He threw four touchdowns against the blitz. 
That's the worst defensive game plan you could possibly have. Like, what the hell are they doing? It made yeah, they no didn't have, sense. I think they figured that with Watt inactive and Jones gone, that was the only way they were going to get pressure. But you, you but just, should, I, I know. Like, like, like shorten the game. Like try to like increase the variance, make him have 15 play drives down the field. He's, he's amazing. Like, what, yep. are you, what, are you, what are you doing? It, Kelsey doesn't age. He was awesome. awesome. He's now Mahomes, Mahomes now five and zero. Oh. 18 touchdowns and zero interceptions in week one games. Crazy. Uh, How about the flip side of it? Aaron Rodgers. Now, this is one I got right. I liked Minnesota. Now, I didn't pick them in this game, but I was trying to tell you that I think Minnesota is for real. And I I like the pissed off. I like the frustrated Rodgers when we get him and nothing's working. And... He knows that all the cameras are on him, and he still doesn't give an f. You yeah, I mean, yeah. just well, he was like, he, you know, the, the reporters during the week were like, you know, it's gonna you gotta have, you're gonna have to have some patience with like Dobbs and Watson. He's like, no, there's no patience. Like, like they, they they have to perform, and Watson just burns Peterson. Would have been a touchdown for and his he dropped it. And he dropped it. Would have been the first catch of his career. Would have, would have been that set the tone for the whole game. And it also, I mean, it must have been a three-hour reminder of how good he had it with Adams the last couple of years. Watching Jefferson just set that. Well, I think it's a record for first half receiving yards or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, At least Jefferson, in Minnesota, I think you know it was one of my bold predictions from before the year uh, that Jefferson is going to set the single-season receiving yards number. It's Megatron with 1964. Uh, Cup came close last year with like 1940 or something like that. Obviously, it's 17 games, so it would have to be adjusted on a per-game basis. But Jefferson in the new offense is everything that everybody said he was going to be. But my guys over at Bet Rivers still have Packers as the favorite in the North. And I, I I know the game's in Minnesota, and I know they lost week one last year. But I would have changed it. I would have changed it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I would have I, I, I I made it even money. I, I, I would have made them both like plus 120, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, it looked to me like if you were coming up with recent, like if you wanted to see a game that legitimized the thought that Green Bay is still a good team, but not a great team because of the Adams and Smith going to Minnesota too. So they take one of their best defensive players over. Yeah. I thought O'Connell, Danny, he moved he moved Jefferson around so Alexander couldn't stay on him the whole game. That's better coaching right there. I'm not sure that would have happened last year with Zimmer. No, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of the the hype for Jefferson is that Cup was you know the most in motion receiver in the NFL last yep. year, and Jefferson was like the 33rd most in motion receiver in the NFL. So like he's going to be top five in terms of pre snap movement to get him in mismatches like that's that's like the whole reason for the hype and it was it worked uh our guy spencer our producer says justin jefferson is on pace for 3128 receiving yards and 34 touchdowns hmm. that would be a record for both yes in case anyone was wondering <laughs> where that would rank in the all-time so, annals 